Hello and welcome back to the Three Pillars Podcast. I'm your host, Chase Tobin, a.k.a. Tobinated the Motivator. And this is episode 41, Stability. Guys, again, welcome to the Three Pillars Podcast, the podcast where we talk about spiritual, mental, and physical fitness and how we can grow closer to the Lord each and every day uh, using the various topics that we discussed throughout this podcast. Um, it's been a fun journey, as we, as we say all the time, and I couldn't do it without you guys and all your comments and your support and your content you guys have had some really great ideas and i'm going to get to them i got a whole still got a whole queue of things i'm going to get to uh we're going to get to 52 solid episodes uh so you have one a week for you know the year uh and then we'll just keep going from there so we'll uh just keep on trucking along because there's plenty of content out there i got a great book uh, i've been reading we're going to hit another section in that uh tonight as we talk about stability uh, guys, again, if you like this content, if you like what we got going on here at Three Pillars Podcast, uh, please like and subscribe if you're on YouTube or Rumble for the video portion. If you are uh, also on Clout Hub or Locals, we're over there as well. So uh, wherever you're on uh, the, these different platforms, you'll find us uh, with the video uh, content there. If you're listening on the podcast platforms like Anchor, Spotify, Apple, Amazon, you name it, we're there as well. I uh, got a lot of folk on Stitcher. Uh, hadn't even heard of Stitcher, but we are on Stitcher. Uh, so shout out to uh, whoever's listening to Stitcher right now. So thanks. Um, and a big shout out to the international crowd. There's a whole bunch of people uh, from overseas I've checked out. Uh, you know, most of, most of us are here in America, but there's a lot of folk on the, uh, you know, around the world, actually. And, uh, you know, I appreciate you guys tuning in to the podcast as well. So uh, God bless you and thank you for tuning in. We're going to talk about stability and what that means here in just a minute, but we're first going to hit a quick word of prayer, and then we're just going to dive right in, all right? So, Heavenly Father, thank you for this day. Thank you for all the blessings that you give us. Thank you for the peace that you give us amid the, the tumult of the storm. Lord, I, I thank you for being our foundation, being the one truly stable thing in our, in our lives. Uh, again, amidst all the chaos. Lord, you guide us and direct us. You keep us on the straight and narrow uh, so we can stay on that stable path to you. And we thank you for that. Lord, I ask that tonight you give me the words to say. Uh, let the folk tuning in have the eyes to see and the ears to hear that we can all grow closer to you each and every day. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, stability. What is what is it? What does it even mean? Stability. The, the opposite of stability would be just, and now I don't want to say chaos because it's not it's not chaos, but it's kind of kind of fleeting, uh, if you will. Stability is something a lot of people kind of frown on, and we'll get to that in a, in a little bit. But if you're not stable, you're you're obviously you're unstable. Uh, but that just means you, you you may not have roots as deep as you like. Let's let's hit that for a second. Those lines. Uh, there's an old saying that a tree that is repeatedly uprooted and transplanted will be hard pressed to live uh, a healthy and fruitful life or to produce healthy fruit. So think about that in your own life. I found myself there for a while, uh, being in the military, moving a lot. We moved, we moved a lot, moved in just a short time. I was married in the military. I think we moved like five times. Uh, and I wasn't married, but towards the end of my career, 
well, kind of like midway through, I guess. But we moved a lot from, we started in Orlando, got her to Jersey, moved from Jersey to Virginia, Virginia to California, to another place in California, from California back to Jersey, and then Jersey back to North Carolina, and then one more move from North Carolina. Like, I, I just lost count already. That was a lot going on. A lot of different communities we found ourselves involved with. We were still, you know, very, very much involved with the churches that we could where we were, but nothing was really set down for permanence. We we knew that we were gonna we were eventually gonna settle down somewhere. It was just, you know, kind of timing and stuff. But how many times have you found in your life where you find yourself unstable, you're moving all over the place? And it doesn't even have to be just like physically um, moving houses, let's say. Um, maybe you're just on the road a lot. I, I'm on the road a lot, uh, but I always find my my way back home. Some people are out for months and months at a time. If you're deployed, you know what I'm talking about. Um, it's hard to find true stability, especially in your religious life, in your spiritual life, uh, because not everybody is on the same, same page as you. But if you find yourself in a stable location where you've got like-minded people around you, you've got yourself surrounded by a solid uh, community of believers, that's how you're going to grow and really put those roots down. <clears throat> and again, this isn't, it isn't a new problem. Uh, I'm reading from a book, again, called um, The Benedict Option. And I'm going to go into a little section on that. There's a really awesome uh, bit about, uh, you know, kind of rootlessness in some of these uh, monks that would travel around from place to place to place. They're always on the move. You can't really set down solid roots if you're constantly on the move. You know, you established a church somewhere, you need to sit there and, and help it cultivate and grow. And then have maybe somebody else go start the next one. You have to be the one there at, at the one you're at. Um, the, the quote from, the, from it is, uh, they spend their whole lives tramping from province to province. They're always on the move with no stability and they indulge in their own wills. And they're even worse. Uh, St. Benedict said that the hedonistic monks, their only law is desire. So even even holy men can find themselves, you know, off the path if they've got no root to keep them uh, planted in their faith. So if you've got real deep roots, if a storm comes, if you've got some tumult, you've got some chaos, you've got some things out of the ordinary. If, think if, you, if you're just a, a plant in the ground. If you've got really shallow roots and a rainstorm comes by, you're going to get washed away. If you've got deep roots, like a tree or a, heavy, or a hardy shrub or something like that, rain, wind, stuff, you're not going to get uprooted and carried off because you have been, been there a while. From the book, if you're going to put down spiritual roots, taught Benedict, you need to stay in one place long enough, enough for them to go deep. <clears throat> so that requires stability uh, just continuing on uh, barring unusual circumstances including being sent out as a missionary the monk will remain for the rest of his life in the monastery where he took his his vows and that's kind of kind of goes against what we think is like the modern world right we feel like we have to be everywhere at once. We have to be all over the place. 
minister to all these different peoples, but what about your own community that you grew up in? There was a time when we couldn't get to all these places all the time, all over the place, and the church body prospered because people weren't always to and from all the time, coming and going all the time. You were there, you were rooted, you took care of each other. There's a gentleman in the, in the novel. He's a postmodern gent. His name is Zygmunt Bauman. And this paragraph is, is pretty, these next two paragraphs, I'm gonna read them because I think they're very important for us. Um, I'll go one, one more for it. This is on page 66 of the book. If you guys find it, it's called The Benedict Options, right here. Bam. I know it's probably reversed on your screen, but it's it's a heck of a book. All right. I'm like almost 100 pages in, and I, I can't put it down. So on 66, uh, Father Benedict, St. Benedict, uh, still in a culture like ours where everyone is always on the move, the Benedictine calling to stay put no matter what can call forth new and important ways of serving God because you find yourself in that prayer meditation daily and you're deepening and you're thickening and you're you're putting these roots down and more people come and they can feed off of the fruit that you're providing that they can put down their own roots you're you're essentially pollinating a bunch of people and setting down their roots around you so you develop a community so this Bauman guy uh the hub of postmodern life strategy is not identity building, but avoidance of fixation. It's, it's apparently it's fixating to want to stay in one place and, and put these roots down, right? In his analysis, to succeed today in today's postmodern world, you need to be free of all commitments, unbound by the past or the future, living in an everlasting present. The world changes so quickly that the person who is loyal to anything, even to her own identity, takes an enormous risk. Next paragraph. Instead of believing that a structure is good and that duties to home and family lead us to live rightly, people today have been tricked by liquid modernity into believing that maximizing individual happiness should be the goal of life. A lot to take in if you really think about it because it, it, it does when i read this it got checked me because you know a lot of people there their identity is is what they they think it is what they you know it's it's who you sleep with it's the color of your skin if, you, if you're democrat republican you know if you're protestant catholic uh orthodox if you're all these these labels that you have put you know, put on your socioeconomic status, all these labels that you put on yourself, that's your identity. When in actuality, our identity is the image bearer of the Most High God, a son or daughter of the Most High God. That's Jesus. That's our identity. That's who we should be like each and every day. But in order to come to that understanding, you have had to have to put some kind of root down. You have to be stable enough and loyal enough to that fact that you understand who you are. Because if you're if you're loyal to that, the old saying is, you know, stand for something, you'll fall for anything. This is the thing that you stand on. You stand on Jesus. You stand on that foundation. That is your stability. Because all these other things go to and fro sometimes. Then you become that that weed and the shallow gravel that a rainstorm comes again, it blows you, it washes you away. 
because you don't have a firm, firmly rooted or crafted identity. Oh, well, I don't want to be like Jesus. He didn't even really exist. Okay, Jesus was one of the most well-documented people in history. Go look it up. All right, about every ancient historian had a record. They never, they had full records of that whole incident. Okay. Why would you not want to be like Jesus? Sinless man, loved his neighbors, took care of them, healed people. Firm but fair, right? And selfless. Not other attributes that, that we can describe Jesus, but why would you not want that to be your identity? Why would you not want people to recognize that in you? Because it takes work and it takes accountability. That's why people don't want to be they don't want that to be their identity because it takes work. But if I want to pretend I'm a cat today, I can just pretend I'm a cat and that's my identity. No. But then tomorrow I can be whatever. You get what I'm saying? Too many people build their identities on very unstable things. When the true stability is in Jesus. Period. The author, Rod Dreher, has a really dope story, um, kind of to the end of this, this section. He talks about, you know, he went around job to job, climbed a corporate ladder, left his hometown, all this jazz. And his younger sister uh, stayed in his hometown, married her high school sweetheart, uh, taught in the same school that she attended uh, when they were growing up. Uh, you know, took her kids to the same little country church that they all grew up in. Unfortunately, um, she passed away of cancer. But the community was so supportive of her and her family that she left behind because of the roots that they had put down and the impact that they had in their community because they were there. gut check that I found myself in the sand and this, this spoke to me because I left my hometown I left my hometown I went to college I didn't go too far away I only went to East Carolina it wasn't but three hours from a high point but I never went home on the weekends I kind of became strange to my town I didn't think there was anything to do as a young single dude who only had women on his brain um, looking back at it, not, that was a very unstable way for me to live. Not saying I didn't, I shouldn't have gone to college. I, you know, I obviously got the experiences and things like that. But looking back on it, you know, I, I should have gone home more. <laughs> you know, when I got done, I was I went home after college. Obviously, and I was trying to be a high point police officer. It just didn't work out. That would have changed a little course of my history. And then I found myself in the military and was all over the place. So I was gone from my hometown from like basically 18 to, geez, almost 30. It's a long time. I came, but I came back. And that's where I'm living now is in my hometown. And my wife and I are trying to do you know, good things for our kids, trying to stay active in the church. It's hard because they're real little. Um, and, and again, I do work a lot, but um, 
we do the best we can in, in, in my hometown. Um, now your hometown does, if you, you know, again, there's lots of scenarios. This is just one scenario, right? If your hometown is just was toxic and there was nothing there for you and you found somewhere else with better community, that's where you need to be. And that's where you need to put your roots down. That's how you're going to find your stability. Because maybe you were unstable before and the Lord plucked you up out of that. The Lord plucked me up and took me and gave me a whole bunch of stuff, straightened me out. That's why I, he had to do that before I could come back to my community. All right. I had to be unstable for a little while so he could show me that I was unstable and put me back into stability. Um, but that is, that's, you guys have to examine your own lives and figure out, you know, where am I giving myself most to the Lord and to the community and, and really living like Christ? Where do I need to be to help me do that? instead of bouncing around all over the place. The other thing part about that is too, when you're deciding, you know, where am I gonna live eventually? Again, if you're trying to get out of the place you were at because of X, Y, Z, you're trying to find somewhere new, don't find a new place. And then, you know, a year later, like, okay, I gotta move because one little thing, really examine that before you decide you wanna keep bouncing all over the place. The last quote from that section is stability gives uh, stability Gives us the time and the structure to go deep into who we are as sons of God. And we just talked about that. By putting those roots down, trying to live as the true image bearer of the Lord. Who created the heavens and the earth. You are, you are the physical representation of God on earth. You're, you're supposed to carry his banner and carry his image everywhere that you go. That gives you legal authority over this earth to have, have dominion and be, be free people. And again, we've talked about some people, they're so unstable that they have to put that influence in a negative way on other people. When we, our mission is to influence people in a positive way that they turn their hearts over to the Lord and keep spreading that around, that everybody eventually is like, man, why can't we just you know, love each other, continue on the right path, and not have all this other nonsense going on? There's a lot of unstable people out there. I think there's more people like like us who have it sorted together. I don't have all my all my squirrels in their cages. Trust me. Like I'm far from perfect. There's a lot of people out there that are unstable because they're broken. They don't have a foundation. And if you're one of those broken people, I encourage you to really look deep inside yourself. Really just take a minute sat down in a quiet place away from the world's distractions and pray for God to reveal himself in a way that only you can understand. Even some of the strongest believers in the Bible, like Gideon, for example, when he talked about the fleece, right? They make it wet and then dry, the ground dry, then the next day have the uh, the fleece dry and the ground wet and all this other I think that was Gideon I'll fact check that I want to say it's right but they had to ask the Lord to do something for them so they knew they were a little skeptical right you do that and the Lord will talk to you or he'll put somebody in your life he'll lead you somewhere you need to be to help get your stability back 
and find that the true stability is in the foundation of Jesus. He is that foundation, that rock which you build everything else upon. We all need to do that. But especially if you're if you're one that is really struggling with X, Y, or Z, with who you are, what is your identity? Because you just don't know. I'm telling you, that's who you are. You are a son of the most high God. And he loves you. Now to wrap up, how's this all tie in, you know, to the whole podcast theme? I think we've we've alluded to this pretty much the whole way through, but again, you are the physical embodiment. Being unstable will take a physical toll on your body. You'll be stressed out all the time. You'll be all over the place trying to please everybody all at once. When sometimes you've got to sit down, put those roots down, take care of yourself, replenish your own self. That way you can give into others. And that way when you're giving into others and you develop this tight community, they're pouring into you. So think of like a, um, think if you got like four water jugs, like like in like a square, right? And you pour into this one, it's pouring into that one. And then it pours into this one. And they, as they keep going, they go, they'll constantly, they'll continue forever filling each other up. As you get, you know, they might all have like a little bit of water in to begin with, but you pour in Jesus into one, he's going to pour it into the, other and it goes in that circle over and over again that's how you physically replenish yourself and this gets into your mental clarity because now you're not so distracted because you're trying to please all these other people trying to figure out your next move all the time you know where you're at you've got structure you've got routine we've talked about routine why it's so important you're not confused and where am i going to be in the next five years i know i'm going to be here barring any wild circumstances right I'm going to be here and I'm going to be taking care of business here in my community. Now, you might move houses or something like that in a community, but stay in your community, I'm telling you. Find that stability. Build that, build that community. If you don't have one, find one and develop it. Make it happen. And then spiritually, all this obviously will help you grow closer to the Lord. It's pretty simple. This book is great. You know, I wouldn't... I, I, my wife was telling me about it. My my pastor was telling me about it. You guys need to check it out. Benedict Option, Rob Dreher. I think my kids put pencil on it because they're youngins. But it's it's phenomenal. You need to check it out. All that being said, I'm going to go read a couple chapters now because I got time and I got my work done and I'm going to make it happen. So you guys, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening to this little chat on stability. Um. I think a lot of people in the world need to just slow slow it down. There's so much information, so much going on. And that's what helps make us unstable too, is this just constant barrage of where am I going? What's going on? Up is down, down is up. I don't know because turn the TV off. Listen to edifying stuff, read a book. Because what you see on the TV sometimes is not actually reality. We know that. Just because the TV says it, all this great, just look out the window and see with your, with your own eyes what's going on in the world. That's all I'm going to say about that. But that will help you give, that will help you bring yourself some peace and 
stable you out. I promise. <laughs> oh, man. I had some spicy chicken wings earlier. I apologize if I'm a little sniffly right now. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. They were good. For the record, um, fun fact, uh, boneless buffalo wings are no longer boneless buffalo wings. They're just spicy chicken nuggets. So there you go. Don't let anybody bully you because you're eating some spicy chicken nuggets. Right? All right, guys, that's all I got for tonight. We're going to end it with a quick word of prayer, and then I'll kick you off to the weekend. Uh, thank you again for tuning in. Uh, you guys are stellar. All right. Heavenly Father, thank you for this day. Thank you again for being that solid foundation that gives us stability all the days of our lives, Lord. Without you, we would just wash away in the, at the first sign of trouble. Lord, without you, we would just blow away because there's nothing that can support us other than you, Lord. You give us the tools to remain steadfast each and every day as long as we turn our eyes and our hearts to you. Lord, thank you for keeping us on the straight and narrow. Thank you for guiding us and directing us, giving us strength, giving us faith, and increasing that strength and faith every single day. Lord, I ask that you bless anybody tuning into this podcast with abundance. Give them peace, give them stability so that they can pour your love into others all the days of their life. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, thank you again for tuning in. Uh, again, I'm Chase Tobin. This is the Three Pillars Podcast. If you like what you've you've heard, if you like this, this whole series, uh, please share it. Let me know your thoughts in the comments if you're watching it on the video platforms, YouTube, Rumble, Locals, Cloud Hub. If you're you know listening to it on the various podcast platforms, Anchor, Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, <laughs> whatever, Podbean, any of those guys, I'm I'm, I'm there. Um, let me know what's going on. Email me. All right. You guys got my email. Uh, pretty sure it's in the show notes. Uh, I could be wrong. If not, it's, it's definitely on my bio pages and stuff like that. You'll find me. It's really not that hard. And let me know what's going on. If you want to be on the show. Let me know. Let's schedule it out. Uh, I'm going to have some interviews. I've got two so far. We'll continue on with that. I'm going to do one a month. So this month, I haven't gotten one scheduled yet, but it's going to happen. i got plenty of people who want to do it. Uh, it's just a matter of me finding time to do it. Maybe we'll do one here tonight, tomorrow night. We'll see. That's all i got, guys. I hope you have a phenomenal weekend. God bless you all. Tobin Air, out.